Great. So welcome to our first podcast of Millennial Sex. Uh, I'm your host, Professor Double X, and on Millennial Sex, we'll be talking about um, sex, true sex stories uh, from people who are, you know, random people I meet or friends of mine. They could be anyone. But these are anonymous and 100% true sex stories that will entertain, enlighten, and hopefully teach us all something. Um, So I hope you enjoy Millennial Sex, and let's get started. Today I have a guest here with me. Say hi, guest. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? So as you can hear, there's a pretty masculine voice, and I can tell you he's really hot, and he's here in my bedroom sitting on my bed right now. <sighs> okay, but that's another story for millennial sex. Um, <laughs> look, he's, he's blushing a little bit already just from that. Uh, but it's all true, so I'm going to start off, and I will tell you all a story since I'm your host, Professor Double X. I'm going to tell you a story from my my sex life, and um, I can assure you I've had a good sex life. So this first story should tell you a little bit about that. So are you ready to hear my story? I'm ready. Okay. So this story um, happened some time ago. I was about 24 years old, and um, I was living in France. And um, so I was very excited to to move to France after college. I had a job as a a teacher that lasted for a year. And and so I went to Paris. And Paris is an extremely beautiful city. It's just as romantic and and beautiful as they make it out to be, especially at night. and the Champs-Élysées is this, you know, magnificent boulevard in the heart of Paris um, where all these streets meet and can join, and they call it L'Etoile, which means the star, because a star points out in every direction. So the Champs-Élysées is there at L'Etoile, and there are all these, like, fantastic clubs and stores. Most of them are super expensive, but there are a few, like, really cool nightclubs that are super glamorous off the Champs-Élysées. So one of them was like my favorite nightclub in Paris and I would go there quite a bit and they played really good music. And it was very, very glamorous. Everybody there was fine as hell. Like I'm not even kidding. Like everybody was there was super sexy. It was huge as well and it had like a balcony with all these tiers and all these sexy, beautiful people. So, <laughs> so being that I was 24 and I was in Paris, I was extremely horny. And, um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was super horny. And so, you know, I was picking up people or whatever. Well, there was one guy who actually worked there because at that age, that didn't matter to me. And, um, and he was really hot. He was from Guyana and he kind of had like, um, you know, a kind of, latte colored skin cappuccino latte kind of complexion he was really sexy he played sports and he worked out and his body was just like amazing was he tall yeah he was tall and he was kind of like buff like you maybe a little bit more and um 
And so, and he was really hot, and he wore his hair in cornrows, which I thought was extremely sexy at that time, kind of like that, like, educated, thuggy look. It's, like, really hot to me at the time. So, and because this was a thing, because it was such a glamorous club in the Champs-Élysées, he wore a really sexy suit. So he would wear a sexy suit that fit his butt with these cornrows. And I was like, ah! Oh. So I'm talking to this guy. His name was Jean-Marc. Jean-Marc. I am Jean-Marc. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Jean-Marc. So anyway, so me and Jean-Marc, you know, we went out and stuff. So after the club closed, uh, the club was called Man Ray. After Man Ray closed... Um, Jean-Marc was like, let's, let's go to another club. And clubs in Paris don't close until really late. So it's like five in the morning. So we go to this club he takes me to, which is right by another center in the city called, like, where they have this Georges de Pompidou Museum. It's a really famous building. Um, so right across from there, there was this, like, hidden club called Le 41. Le 41, it means the 41. And so we go into this club, Le Carante and as soon as we walk in, all the people that work there, mostly women, are like, oh, Jean-Marc, Jean-Marc, da, 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 da. So they start going crazy over him, touching him, and just, oh, we're so happy to see you, and whatever. So I'm like, oh, yeah, he's very popular, <laughs> of course. So we go down, and the club actually mostly is in the basement. Um, so we go down in this like cellar and, um, and we're sitting there and he orders me a drink. Everyone knows him, the owner, everybody. So he orders me a drink and I'm drinking the drink and you know, it's five in the morning. So I'm fucked up and I look up at the bar and I realize like on the TVs, it's porn. Wow. Yeah. So I looked to all the TVs in the whole place and they were all porn and I was like, Oh, they have porn on the TV. Was it like loving porn? Hardcore? No, it was like fucking. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Intense. <laughs> like he's smiling. Yeah, that's, that's exciting him. Okay. Yeah, it was. I looked up and there was porn all over the TV. So I just kind of like went with the flow. I was like, okay, porn, whatever. Um, so then like we go out on the dance floor and all these women are like, Jean-Marc, oh Jean-Marc. And they're all dancing with him. And then he's like dancing with like four women at once. And they're doing the train and they're doing this. Oh, and, and then he's like, come on, dance with me. So I'm dancing and I'm like, yeah, this is hot. you know. And they have mirrors on the walls. So it's the whole thing. Yeah, it was sexy. So then suddenly like, I looked down, and one of the women that had been dancing with him, um, well, well, like, there was this other woman, and she just had her legs open, and that woman was eating her pussy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the woman we were dancing with was eating the pussy of this other woman who was sitting down. All of a sudden. And I was like, whoa! <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> wow, I wasn't expecting to see that. Um, and then I, I look and it, uh, it was, it was a black woman. She was a African woman. You know, they have a lot of African people in France, French mm -hmm. African people. Right. So she was a, a Francophone African woman. And, and then the woman that was sitting down was like a white French woman. 
And um, and the French woman was sitting with her husband, and he was looking down at the pussy eating, nodding his head like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Like the greatest look of approval. So <laughs> she, she kind of had a real good technique, I guess. Well, no, the husband was just very happy to see this woman eating his wife's yeah. pussy. He was just totally fine with that. Wow. So that's when it hit me. Like I looked around and I'm like, Toto, we're not in Kansas anymore, are we? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I realized we are in a sex club. Like I'm in Paris in a sex club. That's why there's porn. That's why people are eating pussies. So, you know, then by then everyone just starts fucking. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. So Jean-Marc is like, all right. Right? So I said, well, so he's like trying to fuck me right there on the dance floor. So I was still like a little nervous, me being this like uptight American um, <laughs> in Paris. So I'm like, so oh, uptight. I'm like, aren't there any private rooms? <laughs> <laughs> For a lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are there any private rooms? So he's like, okay, yes, come, 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 viens, viens. So, <laughs> so we go to this room with like a curtain, right? And it's a room where like the couches are all built into the wall, you know, and they're, it's Paris, so everything's covered in velvet everywhere. Mm. And so, and like tuft, like, you know, how the tuft did whatever in velvet. Right. So, um, so we go into this room and, and the couch is like shaped like a horseshoe. Like, the wall is shaped like, you know, it's right. like a horseshoe of, like, seats, and then it's just a curtain. Okay. So when we walk in, the lady that was eating the pussy, like, five minutes ago, now she's in there. She liked you. <laughs> but she was in there before me, and she was oh. in there with this other woman. But they were just talking. They were like... So we walk in, I see them, and he's like, no, come on. So he just goes right to the back of the room. And uh, he's like, okay, so we just start having sex right there, right? So we're having sex. First and, time in public? Yeah, it's my first time ever having sex in public, yes. You know, unless you... Yeah, in public, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> so, um, so we're having sex. So, you know, the women, they just kept talking. Like, of course they were watching us. But they just kept talking, but they were watching us. And then there were, like, other people outside the room, and they kept, like, opening the curtain trying to come in. And I was kind of like, no, they can't come in. They can't come in. You know, because I was, like, trying to protect my modesty, of course. Of course. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, and then we, we fucked right there with people, like, watching through the curtain and those other two women sitting there and watching and we had sex. Wow. Yeah. Definitely intense. That's for first time. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Um... Would you rank him pretty high as far as people you've been with? What, him? Sure. I mean, as far as that whole experience goes. Um, I mean, the experience was, you know, it was an exciting first time kind of youthful, international, you know, very... Um, sampling the flavors of life why not experience yeah but was it the best sex i've ever had no of course not you know it's more around the um 
the experience. Yeah, the atmosphere, I guess, enhanced Yeah. what was physically there, I guess. Right. The whole experience, you know, like, right. he's French, he's super hot, he has cornrows, <laughs> um, <laughs> he knows everybody in the whole club, yeah. um, it's a sex club that's open after artists? hours. No, at first I was just like, happy we're going to another club and I'm out with this hot guy. I mean, I'm 24. Like, I just came from Michigan. Right. I'm thrilled beyond belief. Like, I'm in France at the sexiest clubs on the Champs-Élysées with, like, the hottest guy, you know, at a sex club. And But what was really great was that, like, um, it was so liberating. Like, having sex and, like, just letting go and being like, hey, yeah, people can see me. And even though I went into my private room, but even then they could see me and just being like, oh, yeah, people can see me. It was like a level of liberation that I had never experienced before. And it's not really like I'm an exhibitionist. Right. I mean, you can tell I'm not really an no, exhibitionist. not at all. Yeah. But, it like it. but that was, you know, it was a liberating thing. And I, I, I mean, honestly, I recommend it. I recommend... Stepping outside your comfort zone a little bit, especially when you're on vacation. Sure. <laughs> yeah, so. so... if someone introduces themselves to me with, like, a really French-sounding name, just follow them, right? That's your... No. No. But let's say you're, let's say you're on vacation, right? Mm. And here, for example, so I was living... When I was living in Europe for that year... Yeah. I was like, okay, it is, I have to, every city that I visit, mm. I have to get a ride from a cute guy on a motorcycle. Because they all have scooters. And they, like, ride around okay. Italy, and everybody has their own little scooter. Sure. So that was my thing. Like, every city I go to, I have to find, like, a cute guy to give me a tour. And, you know, we'll see wherever that goes. Because well. that way... I get, I get a tour of the city, I get to yeah. go out with a cute guy, well, yeah. and I get a, you know, a tour of the city, so well. I get to sample the local talent <laughs> that way. Well. Yeah. Um, have you ever done something like that? No. Definitely not a sex club, that's for sure. A sex um, party? A sex party, right. Now, um, maybe being around people who were having sex in the vicinity of sorts but never uh having people within like uh being able to see me like sh uh, straight on um can't lie it's been something that I would be kind of cool I guess I mean you always hear about these things like being in uh New York City you know mm. there are things you hear about stories about um clubs being in the area um who wouldn't want to try something like that? I mean, just to put yourself out there. Yeah, it's all about uh, living life and uh, having experience of all sorts. Why not sexually? Absolutely. Well, Europe is good for those type of experiences because they're much more free about their sexuality than we are here. Which and, I mean, yeah. I've heard about TV. You know, it's all about uh, commercials or. Uh, Sexuality is expressed more easily there, I guess. So Yeah, nudity is normal. You know, not, after I lived there, I really didn't want to shave at all anymore. I, t I told you, right? I didn't want to shave my armpits. Sure. I didn't want to shave my pubes. I still, I still don't shave my pubes for anyone who cares. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just like 
and it and it's sexy anyway that didn't yeah. freak you out at first when like prior to france i mean was that a thing that you did or was that like did you shave your pubes prior to being your yeah yeah because my boyfriends liked it and mm. i was young and that's just what i thought you do you make a design in it you nice. put a lightning bolt sure. in it you Why know you, you right you shave a star into your pubes i'll definitely put a smile on somebody's face <laughs> they, that's for sure. right that's what i was you know i was like, yeah i'm gonna outdo all these bitches <laughs> But um, but now I'm but once I lived in France I was like oh well really sexy is just like me and whatever you want to do, and uh, nice. the designs you can do down there are pretty crazy too. I mean more stuff to work with. Yeah, like you know um, Monet's. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Matisse. Um, yeah, little Gauguin. Why not? Uh, yeah. So okay, well um, yeah. So that's my. That's my Parisian sex club with a francophone hottie with cornrow stories story. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And um, that's our first millennial sex. I hope it wasn't too painful and uh, or too pleasurable. And um, yeah, so we'll tune in next time when I will have a completely different guest and I will have they will have a completely different story for you. Um, again, I'm your host, Professor Double X, and you can check us out on uh, millennialsex.org or on Twitter, IG, Snapchat, um, whatever you can find us at Millennial Sex. See you next time. Bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> How long was that? I think it was really long. Really? It's